Welcome, everybody, to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thanks for joining us. Monday, January 17th. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett is uh, almost halfway over. Unbelievable to really think about it that way. But um, we are here to talk about everything going on in Star Wars, but also kind of a, a morphed episode that we've been doing during the run of uh, anytime there's going to be a streaming Star Wars show on uh, like the Book of Boba Fett, we're adding some of our Thursday show elements into the Monday show to give you all the TRB you can get. Uh, but uh, thank you for joining us, James and Lacey with me as always. Uh, what is going on? How uh, how we doing, gang? Happy coldest month ever, at least where I'm at. <laughs> it's like seven degrees yesterday. Seven. Yeah. It's actually not too bad where we're at. It's kind of like warm one day and we're like wow it's like the middle of january why is it warm and then it's freezing like the next day but we haven't had a lot of snow so that's different we haven't either um you man i gotta weird? say though, it's also oh. super cold where i am you know it's funny you say that because i would think the <laughs> 20 minute drive would really change the perspective of <laughs> it's really uh, weird it's like we're at the same temperature <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no, wild. I was going to say I'm actually um, pretty bummed though tonight because I have tried four times to actually go to a Taco Bell to get their chicken wings that they have. Mm. Oh, that's they were the all... new thing. It's gone. It's already gone. What? They pulled it oh. nationally like Can I today. Just... So chicken I don't wings know. at Taco Bell? I would yeah, totally try. It I try all the new stuff at I, all the new places. I'm the same way. Yeah. The guy told me if it makes you feel any better, like it was more about like the experience. And I was like, well, that's what I was doing. I don't really care if they're good or not. I wanted to be able to talk about yep. them or have a say yeah. on how they were. But I tried four separate times, including like going and they were closed at 6 p.m. Like I've never seen that. I'm like, why are they closed? And then like another time where I found out they only serve them after two. So me being there at like 1 15, I'm like, well, okay, I guess That's I can't get so them. You know, just wild. all these things. Yeah, they were only on the menu for like five days. And I'm like... I, I found it's difficult to find a good Taco Bell. The one near me is really good. That one's all right. No, John, and it's only 20 minutes away if you take in consideration the weather. Right, right. That's true. That's true. It's more That's like 25, point. to be fair, <laughs> yeah. but... Not the yeah, way I no. drive, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Going down the 7 connector at like... 80 miles an hour. Yeah, that's right. Um, Chalupa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing the meat for my tacos at the cop that are like trying to flag me down to like yeah. get, get their windshield covered in beef. I find that that one is a good one because even if they run out of stuff, the manager always gives you coupons for other things. The one up by me is heinous. That's I think that's where. Well, I'm you should come to, to the one by me then, because the one by me is well, good. I'm not down there that often anymore. Let's it's be the same guy every time. It's the same yeah. manager guy. I think he's the owner actually, but I'm not. Da- I'm, so but nice. I'll tell you this: I don't. I'm an outgoing person. I like uh, introducing myself to people, having conversations with people. When it comes to like fast food and stuff, I don't want to like. I don't want like someone to know me be like hey john what's going on oh you went with the number six this week i'm like i don't want any connection it's already Why? a guilty thing as it is i i just don't i just here's my card give me my money goodbye i don't want to bond with my fast food person i just something i don't, I just don't go don't out do. enough that someone would know me somewhere but there is this bagel place in bethel that the lady knows who i am and like when she yeah. sees me she knows what my order is and yet she still messes it up every time 
She's like, oh, that's that lady who likes pretzels. Why is she in the bagel shop right now? <laughs> no. I did. Um, I'm not kidding. I just wolfed down a whole bowl of pretzels before this recording. Oh, who's Matt bought Matt bought me like the mega pack of pretzels, <laughs> like from like Target or something, like the mega tub thing. And he walked over to it and went, holy pretzels the other day because it was like down to like this much. And he was like, <laughs> what is happening? Oh my God. Anyway. Well, I, I hope your stomach's not in knots after we go over all these uh, oh, news stories. Oh, there it is. Later. But, Kicking um, it off. <laughs> before we, before Don't we be get salty into... about his jokes. Oh. oh. <laughs> I hate <laughs> See how he twisted that on you? Yeah. Um, so before we get into the resistance report... Uh, there had been rumors going around that the Mandalorian was in trouble, that it was uh, being postponed, delayed mm -hmm. because of COVID concerns. And uh, we at Star Wars Newsnet were able to um, really get this confirmed that uh, that is not the case. Uh, this was a few days ago uh, now, but, um, you know, this is our new show. And we uh, want to make sure everyone who's listening and maybe not always up to date every day understands mm -hmm. that the Mandalorian is A-OK. -okay. It is currently filming. And whatever schedule they had set is still on pace. So um, if they hold court to how the Mandalorian has worked in the past, we can probably at least logically speculate that we will see that show this coming fall returning. Right. So hopefully that's the case. Great so, news. Did you guys have any uh, thoughts on that? Was it just one of those like, whew, that's a relief or just like, eh, I don't care. I, I kind of missed the news. I mean, I didn't miss it. Like, I think I saw it in passing, but I kind of missed the news that like it might be in trouble. So when you hear the news that it's not in trouble, you're kind of like, so what are we doing? <laughs> you know, yeah. it didn't really affect me because it's kind of like um, hearing, you know, like a celebrity died. And then like two days later, it's like, oh, that celebrity didn't die. And you're like, I didn't even like I didn't process it. So Wait, to Betty me, White, like, nothing happened. Betty White's. Betty White's still alive? Is that what you're According saying? According to that magazine cover, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, they <laughs> jinxed her so hard. Yeah. Um my my response is like I, I feel like a lot of productions are hitting these kind of COVID moments where they need to stop. Um, I think that's something that we're gonna be dealing with not just in TV, but everywhere for like <laughs> the next few years, mm -hmm. just because of the way it is. And I'm happy that if it was the case that they delayed it was for safety reasons because you want everybody to be safe so that the production can go on um but i'm happy to know that that's not the case and they're perfectly fine because everything we've seen behind the scenes so far including with the book of boba fett everyone's wearing masks the the crews are very small and there's that one shot of uh the palace in book of boba fett like his bedroom where Robert Rodriguez was like legit 15 feet away from where the cast was acting. Like they had a big, big yeah, space between right. them. Right. Yeah. He was watching yeah. through the monitors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's definitely just a, a good news thing. And it's just like, it's the way the construct is for how news on not just Star Wars, but other stuff comes out. It's like, it doesn't necessarily matter how big or how highly trafficked the website or blog is. If right. they have a moderate social media following, that creates the sort of spider web where this person shares of these two and these two share these two. And then all of a sudden another, it's long, it's as soon some as the second Some of them don't even blog, have a website. It's bizarre. It's like some only right. post headlines and then be so like, that's, according that's the to other blank. Yeah. So, so as soon as one of those sites get it, that are mm -hmm. just a social media spit out stuff thing, mm -hmm. then it 
takes off and other blogs pick up yeah. on it and all of a sudden it's news and, and then you i get hear things about it like, two weeks later <laughs> and you get things like stephen colbert talking about obi-wan kenobi filming in boston massachusetts that's how insane it gets yeah and yeah. it turns out not being the case so in this instance it's just like you know we were able to reach out to certain people and hear certain things back and find out that everything is a-okay and this is the way so it's good hmm. to hear yeah absolutely uh, uh, all right. So, James, we have other stories, though, that we're going to get into now in the meat and potatoes that we call Le Resistance Report. It's the resistance. All right, guys, um, we are in the midst of the Book of Boba Fett, right? At this point, we've already seen three episodes uh, out of seven. So we're almost... We're like right before that tipping point because next episode will be more than halfway through the series, which is pretty crazy. Um, but we have an episode to look forward to if you're, I don't know, if you're listening to a Star Wars podcast, I should say. <laughs> We're looking forward to all of them, but it's now been confirmed that Dave Filoni uh, co-wrote chapter six of the book of Boba Fett. Uh, that came from a story from the New York Times, so you know you can, you can trust it, but um, well, the, the story is from the direct that points out he's the one doing the chapter six, but it started with the New York Times. But anyway, um, the idea behind this is like this doesn't necessarily mean he's directing or anything like that. But if you look at what has been announced, Favreau is writing every single one of these episodes, except for this one, which is a co-written episode with Dave Filoni. And so since our rumors were confirmed that oh, Ahsoka might be showing up in this particular episode because that's the Dave Filoni directed episode. You can probably assume then, and this gets into speculation, we're, we're talking news, but here's a little bit of speculation, that that particular episode is probably going to have something to do with Rebels or Clone Wars or something that might kind of need a little bit of his expertise. So maybe that's something to look forward to, maybe not, but you can know that when the credits roll on that particular Wednesday morning, uh, you're going to see J Dave Filoni as a writer on that episode. Um, I'm going to start with you, John, on this one. What were your thoughts when this was, uh, I guess, like announced initially and then uh, uh, confirmed? It just immediately makes like I'm all about those patterns, right? So uh, with Mandalorian season one, you know, he had his uh, two episodes. I believe he directed, but he wrote the fifth one, The Gunslinger, where they went back to Tatooine. And that's where we got some. Um, uh, a lot of that fan service type of stuff um, and sort of, you know, beats familiar to things that you would see in the Clone Wars um, from that uh, perspective of like Easter eggs and that sort of thing. And people had a mixed reaction to that episode, but I think that was mainly due to like Toro Calican and mm -hmm. uh, not not necessarily the episode overall. And then you, you uh, on a more grander scale, you you've jumped to uh, season two and he does the Ahsoka episode, the Jedi and... He writes and directs that. And uh, so the writing's kind of on the wall. You're kind of assuming he's a director uh, on this season. There's only, you know, four or five, six, four episodes left. He's writing one of them. You got to assume that's the one he's directing. It's just a Probably. logical assumption. Uh, so, and that's what leads people to think like, this is, that's the episode where you're going to get 
Captain Rex, you're going to get Cad Bane, you're going to get all these people coming in here that uh, are... Thrawn, Ahsoka, Sabine. Yeah, anyone that Dave Filoni Kanan, ever drew Force a picture Ghost. of Ezra. on a piece of paper <laughs> yeah. is going to be in this episode. So it's going to be curious to see what happens in that episode, especially it's the penultimate, the one right before the finale. And then uh, you're looking at who uh, who's left. So then you have Bryce Dallas How- Howard still has to direct an episode. Is that going to be this Wednesday? I think maybe. Uh, probably one more from Robert Rodriguez. And then you have... Uh, Kevin Tancheron is doing an episode and I could see that being one of those where they just throw that guy at the end for some reason but I would love to see Bryce Dallas Howard tackle a finale but either way I'm putting my what uh, if Bryce is getting a a solo cameo what do you mean what if solo showing up in her episode yeah she's directing the one where Kira shows up because solo that'd be be cool um but I'm put. I'm I'm joining pretty much everyone else out there in saying that Filoni's going to be directing that sixth chapter, and I'm curious uh, who comes out of the woodwork because they keep promising all these big surprises, and I'm I'm at the point now uh, where I think Robert Rodriguez may have oversold the hype a bit on big surprises in every episode because while we've had some, I think the way he hyped it, everyone was expecting big heavy bombs to drop on every well, episode. Well, John. So. A little spoiler leaked on Star Wars Newsnet that would have been a pretty big thing where a Rancor showed up. Like, if yeah. I didn't know well, that was happening, that would have been a bigger well, thing. And and our, our report, whatever we reported, has not occurred yet. So we yeah. will see how that transpires. But you're right. A Rancor has surfaced. It has increased. We talked about this on the Mando Fan Show. It has increased the cute... The proving that they are cute, so that was a good thing. <laughs> um, but we won't we won't get into that now. But that's my takes on it. Um, not much else really until we until we see it happen and we can really give our feedback on it. But in terms of speculating, I think he's directing that that chapter, and I think we're gonna get some cameos. Mm-hmm. Lacey, um, thoughts on Dave Filoni co-writing chapter six? It's not surprising. I mean, him and John Favreau are like buddies at this point, like best buds. You know that song, like "Let Me mm-hmm. Tell You a Story About." Like I see them like running around, giggling, like step oh, the Robin Big theme song. Yeah, like the Step Brothers <laughs> moment where they're like, "You want to do crying in the garage?" Like that's what I think of Favreau yeah. and Filoni just having a great time with Star Wars. Um, that being said, with Mandalorian season one, when he directed the episode where. Boba Fett and Fennec Shand show up, it would make sense that he would then continue their story in the next season. Um, and I think he's been kind of the inspiration behind a lot of these deep cuts that Jon Favreau might not get immediately. He'll get a lot of them, but not maybe everything. Or he might not even consider, hey, how about this tie-in or is this possible? Whereas Filoni's kind of that person to help him along, I would imagine. Um, not with the creative part, more with like the actual continuity of what mm-hmm. works in Star Wars and the storyline. Um, so, I mean, it's not surprising that he's writing this episode. I think it's pretty obvious that that means that someone's going to show up that is from his story, like Cad Bane, which I think all of us were pretty like, OK, that's a very straightforward cameo slash appearance of a character that makes complete sense in the storyline of Boba Fett. <laughs> Like, it's no surprise if he does show up, but it's still a surprise in the sense of seeing him in live action, I think, is where the surprise is. Yeah. Um, that being said, I, I really, really love 
hearing Filoni talk about the episodes. So part of me is excited for him to do to write an episode and direct an episode because I'd want to hear him talk about it later. And I don't know if that's kind of lame, but I really enjoy like the conversations in gallery about the process and how they got there and why they made certain decisions. I just find it super interesting. So the idea that we might get a clip or interview with Dave Filoni later about why he made these choices. Um, gets me super excited more than actually the episode where the people show up um but yeah hmm. it's yeah pretty um i mean i i can't really add a whole lot that we haven't already said because you mm-hmm. guys know i already have the same opinion i'm excited to yeah. see a who do you want to see of, most james as far as a cameo yeah yeah i mean Here's the thing is like, what 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 do I think if, if there was a big cameo to show up in that episode? I think it's probably Cad Bane because yeah. that would be, make the most sense. Right. I, I have to always fall on my mathematical thing of like there probably won't be a big reveal. And then if there is, then I, I'm like excited. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I was wrong. This is great. You know, right. Right. Kind of thing like lowering the expectations of it. Um, but I think like what would give me the biggest surprise? There's tons of characters. I mean, like. I almost you can almost like I'm saying which one would you like the most not like what what would surprise you which one would you want uh, the most well I think that's kind of like the 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 same thing like in the sense Mm -hmm. of like if Cad Bane showed up I'd be surprised but like for instance like if Omega showed up I'd probably be I was hoping you bring more like surprised that they're going that route and Mm -hmm. therefore be like what this is nuts I'm excited (laughs) because I know you know I know this character and stuff um, so like there's certain things that I'm sure uh, specific characters showing up can break your expectations because Cad Bane is almost falling into a category where like nobody's really expecting him too obvious but, like, you're saying you too can kind of expect yeah. him you know what I mean yeah yeah so it's like when they really go left field and pull someone out of nowhere that is really cool and a good pick and wow I can't believe that character's live action now um I think that's that's where you can really get the excitement level, and people are going to be tweeting about that. Um, they're going to be tweeting would, about Cad Bane, but you know, what I, I know mean. Omega would be wild. Oh my gosh, that would be wild. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't, I don't I know w- how they would do. it. I but. would want to see that to see like to like ask my brother, be like, "What do you think about that?" He'd be like, "Yeah, who's that curly-haired woman who showed up? No idea." Well, she might have Is a he different saying haircut that about, by the time like, she grows up. <laughs> yeah, no, any, yeah, any new character in this show. No, but I mean, like, we, in other words, we'll be like, oh, my God. And then they'll be like, who's that? Yeah. 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 I um, think you're but, getting a lot of this in but that's Boba probably, Fett in general, which is what I think relates to our next story of why maybe that's the case with why it's not doing as well as The Mandalorian. So, James, what, what like, Boba Fett walks into this building and he's looking for something. He's tracking something and there's this little pod and it opens up. And it's just this baby Duros. And it's just like this baby Cad Bane. <laughs> and he, they touch fingers. Ba- baby Bane. He, baby Bane. With a oh little hat. God. His little his little tiny hat. <laughs> yeah. It's not even a full size. It's like one of those little ones you put on cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Woody from Toy Story's hat <laughs> on little baby Bane. And then they touch fingers. And then it's because he Cad Bane was cloned and Cad Bane died. And he's like... I really loved Boba Fett and I want him to raise my clone. And then it just cuts to the logo. Dun, 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 dun. Woo. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, by the way. I 
I listen to it all the time. I like it when it gets to the very end of the credits and you know like it's time to shut it off when it's like the deep voices like the ah, ah, ah. you're like oh okay I've been watching this too I've watched it too far <laughs> James hates that song Our... so much you just bring no, it I up don't. James no I don't I just I you know what the funny thing about that song is and I'll just say it really quick is the longer I go with it the more I'm realizing that it fits in the show oftentimes because they're doing the thing where they like pull the voices out and right. it's mostly just strings and stuff. So you're hearing the theme yeah. of the show, but when it when they like hit you in the face with it, it's supposed to have that effect of like, this is the actual song kind of thing and not just like tones of it. The mm -hmm. tones work. And I think I said this like when the well, on Mando You just said Fane it was over mixed, I think one. is what you said, right? Too much. It's got too much. Uh, no, I think what I was saying was it was just very obvious to me that it was like, you know, five people and then they just like duplicated. Oh, that's what it was. See, I yeah. don't know that on a level of like being musically talented. So I just mm -hmm. heard like, there's just a lot. And I'm like, I oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this isn't the place for Mando Fancho, but like I, his particular stuff, I I'm critical in the sense of like. It sounds like it's from a studio. That's and what I know said, that from a studio. Yeah, there's yeah, been yeah. cases where like they've shown him like you know with a studio and stuff like or in a um like a, a live recording environment and stuff. And I'm like something still doesn't feel right though. It feels like it's like written for a computer and then like they're translating it or something. Well, he did it from I'm, his couch. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Something. And I get the, the same vibe from all of the like Rebels, Clone Wars, uh, mm. Forces of Destiny, all that stuff. It all sounds computer-based, like wave sample-based, and not right. like movie um, live They're not writing on paper with a feather pen like John Williams is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Um, James, but before, before, uh, before we yeah. move on, one thing to keep an eye on is Tamara Morrison and the New York Times both uh, tabbed John Favreau as one of the directors for the season, but that Disney plus thing leaves him off. So it's either he is doing it and Robert Rodriguez is doing one less or something like that. Uh, Cause I don't think they would have these other names. Like I don't think they'd have Bryce Dallas Howard and that other guy on here and them not direct. So I think it'd be either John Favreau is directing one and Robert Rodriguez is doing one less or Robert Rodriguez is doing one more episode. They could have yeah. switched to maybe at last minute they were like, Hey, can you direct instead of me? You know, he's like, Robert, go run the food truck. I got this episode. Oh, maybe Robert <laughs> got busy and had to do something else. Like, didn't he just do something like Billie Eilish or something? Didn't he do her concert special or something? I'm pretty sure he did on uh, Disney Plus. But anyway, so like something could have come up where he's like, hey, Dave, can you grab this? Alita Battle Eilish. Oh, my God. No. Anyway, speaking of not our, popular, John. yeah, our our next story oh. being, yeah, our next story being, uh, Lacey brought this up a, a few minutes ago yeah. that technically, like, if you look at the numbers here, uh, at a very specific window, like 11 days after the Mandalorian premiered, it's now been 11 days or, you know, 11 days since the book of Boba Fett premiered kind of thing. Comparatively, uh, they are, uh, Book of Boba Fett is not doing as well as The Mandalorian. Um, there's there's other little factors into this. We can get into those details if we want to, um, but it was quite an interesting article. And so I'm going to start with Lacey on this one. 
Uh, but also, side note, there's more to this story, too. We can get into that later if we want to, but I didn't really think it was like too big of a deal because we kind of already know some of that stuff. Right. But, uh, but what were your thoughts on, um, you know, the Boba, Boba Fett not performing as well yet, like currently? I'm not surprised at all, actually, because, first of all, it, when you look at Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian, like it said in this article, was on there for like a year, year and a half without any competition. Now you've got everything going on there during COVID, which wasn't a thing when The Mandalorian came out, by the way. You have people streaming all the time, so they have all this content coming out, including all these Marvel shows. There's just so much stuff to watch that it it doesn't have the same pull that The Mandalorian had in the sense of, oh, this is the original Star Wars stuff that's going on before all the Marvel things. That being said, just looking at the characters alone, I feel like... And I fall into this category a little bit, not because I don't know who Boba Fett is, because I did going into this, but I feel like I have more of a connection with the Mandalorian than I do with Boba Fett, even though I grew up on the original trilogy, because I feel like the Mandalorian was something that I appreciated older when I was like more into the fandom than I was when I was little. And then not only that, I got to be a part of that journey as it was happening. Mm-hmm. Whereas Book of Boba, or not Book of Boba Fett, but Boba Fett, I was looking back at something that had already happened. The movies had already come out. People had time to sit with it before I even got to it. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like with The Mandalorian, you have a lot of people, and John kind of brought this up with his brother, because I feel like my sister and a lot of my friends fall into the category is they got interested in The Mandalorian because it was the first thing of its kind of a Star Wars series. And then... Baby Yoda, Grogu hooked them and they were in because it was every week. What cute, adorable thing is Grogu going to do on screen? Um, And it kind of just took over. And I mean, everyone knows who Baby Yoda is. They still don't call him Grogu, but everyone knows who Baby Yoda is. And it's because this was such a phenomenon. I don't think Disney expected it to be this crazy. So no matter what came next, I don't think it was going to be as crazy as The Mandalorian, at least until Obi-Wan Kenobi, because everybody loves Obi-Wan Kenobi. I feel like Boba Fett is one of those characters that, yes, there are tons of people that love that character, but they fall into this subgroup, whereas Obi-Wan, I feel like, is a pretty common character that if you ask people who their favorite character is or top oh, three characters... Obi-Wan's going to blow Obi-Wan the numbers is out of in the there. water. Yeah, yeah. so... I think the hype for that is a little different because of the level of popularity of the character. And I think going back to what John said earlier, there's a lot of things in the series that we get as diehard Star Wars fans that other people don't get. And I think it falls into that kind of conversation we've had before on Resistance Broadcast, which is it's hard to keep track of the timelines. Where does this fall? Where Where's Boba Fett now? Like, where's Jabba the Hutt? Does this happen before? Does this happen after? Like, who are these characters? And yeah, it's not about introducing new characters, like you said, James, which I don't think is that hard to understand. I think it's the mixture of these old characters that everybody somewhat knows who they are with these new ones that's getting confusing of like, where does this fall? Um, but we'll see how it goes. I think there's a mm-hmm. lot going on. This premiere during holiday time, which is all a busy time, especially right now when people are trying to get back to their normal lives after COVID, where I feel like in the past year it might have been a little different. But at the same time, Star Wars movies have come out at holiday time and they've always done great. So it's here or there. But mm. yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's honestly it's like people just aren't into it as much as they are into The Mandalorian. <laughs> Hmm. John, what are your thoughts on uh, 
these statistics? I, I think it's the element of the first, you know, and if Boba Fett happened to be the first live action Disney Plus show, literally the first live action Disney Plus show, it debuted the day the service launched, it probably gets better numbers than it did. Um, so the Mandalorian benefited from that. It was part of the overall Disney marketing hype package of day one brand new Star Wars is coming and it's on this platform. So people are like, I just got this. I got it as a gift. This new Disney Plus thing. I'm going to watch this, all this the new stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that. So I benefited from that. And then you have the Grogu factor at the end of that episode, which transcended Star Wars. Grogu became a household name across everywhere. Even people who don't necessarily love Star Wars who are like hitting me up like, oh my God, I'm watching this show because of this little Yoda thing. And so you have episode or chapter one, which benefited from being the very first, the new thing. Everyone's tuning in to check it out because it's the hot thing going on Disney plus and it's Star Wars. And then chapter two benefited because of the end of chapter one. So, and this, this comparison was all based on Mandalorian's first two chapters and Boba Fett's first two chapters. So I think it's unfair to Boba Fett to make the comparison. I understand why they're doing it um, because, you know, it's just part of how it goes with comparing things. But I think if it was flipped, uh, at least the very first episode of Boba Fett, if it debuted on November 12th, 2019, it would have gotten very similar numbers to what The Mandalorian did. So I think it went by the first. And I agree with Lacey. I think Obi-Wan's going to blow them both out of the water in terms of numbers, just because he's a main character. He's a legacy character. And people I think Obi-Wan's going to be long time. all their records. For oh, everything. yeah. I think it's going to be huge. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, in, in the end, this doesn't really matter much because as they say, even though it's not in the headline, Book of Boba Fett still is in like the top, you know, 0.05% of uh, desired and watched streaming. Things. I'm still not positive that even this site parrot or whatever knows how to fully calculate all of this and what it all means, but they do the best they can to, to give you the, the version of box office for streaming. So especially because a lot of these services these streams keep their, and numbers, yeah. yeah, they keep their stats themselves. Like Netflix yeah, they is keep it very close, yeah. close with their right. stats. Right. So yeah. in the end, it doesn't ma- matter all that much. And then, like you said, James, there's other stuff in this story. I don't know if you wanted to kind of touch on that, but a lot of it seems sort of similar to stuff we had already heard about they got more shows coming and yeah they say well, they say 12 but i don't think that was much different than what we had heard previously mm-hmm. one other thing too is john you said they were comparing the first two of every but wasn't it the first 11 days after oh maybe but i think that falls they, they wanted to do whatever was out for book of boba fett and w- what the same amount would have been for the Mandalorian. So I think, yeah, 11 days, but that was still two episodes or whatever, I believe. Because Mandalorian season one dropped an episode, I believe, on Wednesday and then another on Friday. And the next one didn't come out to the Friday after, which would be three episodes in 11 days. True, true. But I think... In I mean, order I don't to know the- I don't know how they calculated because I thought right. they calculated based on the first 11 days <laughs> after the premiere of said show for season oh, one, maybe. season two, and season three. So would, in that season one, they would have had three episodes at that point, and th- episode three got a lot of praise, too. I don't know if that throws is- off what we're talking about here, but because I agree with everything you guys are saying as far as like, oh, man, The Last Jedi didn't do as 
good as Force Awakens. Duh. Like, right. <laughs> you know, there's so many other factors. And, you know, most like with most movies, I think people say, well, usually you have like a good one. But if that movie's really good, then a lot of people fly out to see that second one. And it doesn't matter if the second one's good or not. It is on the heels of the previous, you know, whether the first one was good or not. So you would have thought that Last Jedi would have been high numbers. But it's like, no, <laughs> like some things don't follow those rules. And S- Star Wars and, and in particular, this this example of uh the mandalorian coming out when disney plus came out it's like that's wrapped up in all the hype behind right. disney plus you know what i mean well, i'm sure also sleeping beauty had high numbers that that day too because people watch things just because they could like all of a sudden right. they're like i own all these movies fox and the hound here we go <laughs> you know right and yeah. it's like those numbers probably dropped right after that and it doesn't say anything about that particular program as much as it does about people just wanting access to all this stuff especially this new content from high priority uh properties like this you know so yeah and all, um, all things said boba fett it says the book of boba fett is still in the top 0.2 percent of all shows according yeah. to analytics so mm-hmm. yeah so it's Doing one of those right. things yeah it's, it, it's one of those things like you could say like um uh, I, I, Elon Musk lost six hundred million dollars yesterday, and you're like, you can oh, man, spin well, it he's however done. you want." You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, but that's like one percent of his wealth or something. You know, it's like doesn't. I don't it like. Really, doesn't mean anything. You know, I don't like giving attention to people who spin <laughs> things uh, for the sake of being negative. I don't. I, I think that's weird. Um, but you know, there's people out there saying Book of Boba Fett huge fall off from the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. But if you look at it for logically, I think we broke it down pretty well. Um, one other thing that we wanted to talk about here, because this is a story that's been ongoing for a long time. We've seen it kind of here and there and this and everybody's saying confirmed. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of confirmed. But the the it seems to still be getting lost kind of in the mix. And this is I think we kind of got <laughs> it's still not, but it's the most straightforward answer. And it came right from Tamara Morrison himself is that Disney is making. A, a true attempt to kind of cover up, not necessarily change the name of, but kind of wipe it, swipe it under the rug, you know, kind of thing um, of Slave One and now being called Fire Spray. Um, this came from an interview where somebody kind of asked them directly, uh, you know, what's the deal with this name change thing? And he says, Oh, I believe fire spray. I believe we very much call it fire spray in the show and, uh, you know, didn't seem to pay any mind to, you know, the previous, uh, title of this ship. Um, and it's been back and forth with fans, like whether this is like uh, a big deal or not. Uh, I don't know, but I thought I'd just, uh, throw it to you guys to see what you had to say. John, I guess I'll start with you since you're the one who's kind of been reporting this as far, you know what I mean? As far as star Wars news net goes or having to make the call on some of these stories. Yeah, it's it's weird because, you know, Slave One's never mentioned, uh, at least in the movies. Maybe it was mentioned in Clone Wars. I'm not positive. Um, but I know it wasn't mentioned in the prequels, nor was it mentioned uh, in the original trilogy. Um, to me, it's not a big deal um, to make the change for that reason. Um, I, it is strange that it's the model of the ship, but they're calling it that and they're adding gunship to it or whatever. Um, I don't think that they needed to change it. Uh, I think that was maybe a little overreactionary in in my opinion. 
Um, because like in episode one, they literally are calling people slaves. Anakin and Shmi, are they going to edit that out? Are they going to change that? Um, you know, so, you know, you're no longer a slave. Or, or we were sold We were sold to Gardula the Hutt and blah, blah, blah. Sla- you know, Princess Leia was job as slave. So I, I don't know where that line, where's the line? You, you're changing the name of a ship that's never been referenced in the movies, but you have people calling each other slaves and stuff like that in an actual George Lucas Star Wars movie. So mm-hmm. I don't, it just seems like something that might be a little bit of an overreaction to some backlash. I, but at the same time, you know, um, that's why I'm glad we have a podcast because you can express nuance with these things. I couldn't care less if it was what it's called. So if Boba Fett wants to change his name because it's his now or, or whatever, however they want to do it, I really don't care. I was never even a big fan of the ship. It's kind of a weird looking ship. And I'm all about, uh, I'm a Han Solo guy. So I'm not going to be a Boba Fett guy when it comes to ship for ship. So ultimately, I don't care if they want to change it. Cool with me. Uh, I don't think people should overreact that that uh, majorly to it. And at the same time, as, as I call it almost like an overreaction to change it, I think people who are upset about it are probably overreacting as well because I don't think they care as much as they think they do. Hmm. Uh, Lacey, thoughts on the n- name change, I guess we could say? Yeah, I don't, I don't really care what they call the ship. You know, that's not my choice or my decision on any of these story or character ship name choices that are being made. Like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Um, as for the name change itself, I honestly don't think it's changing because of why people think it's changing. Like people are saying, oh, it's changing because slave is a bad word and they don't want to call it that. I think that the story isn't that. I think the story is that as we're seeing in the book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett is changing as a person and he's no longer a bounty hunter. He doesn't want to be known as a bounty hunter. He doesn't want to be tied to that life anymore. So Mm. I feel like he's going to change the name of his ship because of that. And I feel like people are reacting like crazy, being like, why would you change this? How could you, you know, I think I saw people throwing around like, oh my God, so woke to change this. I don't think that's what it is. I literally think that it's because the character is changing. So he doesn't want that tied to the old life that his father led and he led. Now that we've seen him go through all these changes where he's showing, you know, care for other people and he's going out of his way to help others and and not be a crime lord type thing, be more of like, I guess that's not the right word. He's trying to not be a dictator. He's trying to be more of a ruler with respect. You know, we throw mm-hmm. that James' favorite line. Uh, what? What's that from? <laughs> <laughs> so Jedi. I just feel like that's what the name change is, and I, I would bet that's what it is. And it just leaked early, and people are just assuming things like, "Oh, how dare they change the name?" And I don't think it is what they think it is. I think it's literally that's because, interesting. yeah, you know, because look at the story is it as a whole you see that he's it's definitely a good way changes. to sell it at least to to to, to, the, to the angry people and anyway. hey maybe there is a behind the scenes thing of hey we don't like this name anymore and that might be the case but i feel like this is how it's going to be yeah because they changed the the leia thing is is different now too it's not leia it's a as... hut sli- slayer the hut slayer no, 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 or no. jabba's pri- she's jabba's prisoner she's not slave leia or whatever yeah the hut slayer is not what you not what we're talking about here? Hutch She's Slayer called Jabba's a, prisoner now. Yeah, was a nickname they gave her I think because she murdered. I think it's a conscious change, but no, I agree, I Lacey. The, they are going to hold on. The toy has Hutzler on it. No, I doubt it. Google it, James. I'm I'm Could, pretty sure the Hasbro toy has the newest we version. Bet. We got a bet. The newest version has Hutzler on it. 
that's where that came from. I mean, it comes from the book. It comes from one of the books, and it was a name that was going around. People were calling her that because there was a hologram that was leaked of her killing Jabba the Hutt. I'd be surprised that it would be they'd replace the name with that for to describe her outfit. On the toy. Yep. Guys, Uh, we are now in a bet. Uh, no, we're not please. in a bet. I'm I'm just saying, I, I I think if they did it, I would be surprised. I was like, I, I don't see where that would come in as a connection. Because like, I think they stopped calling her Slave Leia. People didn't like that. So they changed the they name on the that. toy. Right. And then they that, re-released. Well, that was my point. Yeah. Yep. And then they re-released the toy as Hutzlayer. Leia Hutzlayer. I remember they changed the name on the toy, but I, I would be surprised if that was the name they they. Switch we will find out. Well, either way, it, it's fine. <laughs> Go ahead, give I, your I, thoughts, James. So, so my thing is with with John. I actually, I, I'm I'm kind of in between where you guys are saying. I think mm. a little bit because specifically with with what John was saying, um, and you too, Lacey, a little bit as far as I don't really care that they changed the name. Like I kind of do care yeah. that they changed the name because I think people would would care if they changed the name of like the Millennium Falcon. Oh, like sure. If all of a sudden they're of like, course. I don't oh, we're calling it, it Han's f- spaceship. Yeah. yeah. You know, right. we're You're calling, right. we're now from now on, we're going to call it the YT 1300 freighter on all official marketing or something. And people will be like, that's not the name of the ship. And you're doing something very specific to, to try to avoid this somehow. Like it, it feels weird that you're trying to do this. That mm-hmm. being said, I understand that they might be trying to get away from that particular word. But I'm more on the side of you, Lacey. You you put it just a little bit different than what I was going to say, but it's kind of the same idea. Yeah. I think Disney was trying to market Boba Fett as more of a hero in this particular show, and they don't think heroes should have ships that are that that promote the concept of enslaving people. Like heroes right. don't call their ships, you know, their slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a thing. And so they were like, well, you know, maybe we could kind of play it off like he used to be like that kind of thing. But if you're trying to say like that all of this was set up because they had to change the name, I think that's really crazy because then you, you're you're basically writing the entire story of Book of Boba Fett to erase this name. I think right. it very much fit in what yeah. you're saying with the way they were going about the show and then someone point out, hey, do we still want to call, Does would he still want to call his ship Grand Murder? You know? And it's like, okay. it's not like we have a problem with murder in Star Wars. You know? It's not like we have a problem with slaves. Like, people can be slaves. But this ship is christened such because he's promoting the idea of, like, I take slaves or, or this ship is my slave or something, you know, something along right. those lines. We don't want that personality trait or characteristic of this character because we're getting ready to make him a big profitable hero type maybe right. anti-hero but hero type you know bum, the, bum, our lead bum, character bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is honestly dumb da dum 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 no i'm just, just every time every time we talk about boba fett as a hero we should yeah. play the theme <laughs> yeah no um <laughs> no, I mean it's fine and I think that I think it I think you guys are right that this is all sort of one thing that was like we saw it on the box and we're like what does this mean? What you know what the heck? And then as it kind of 
becomes a little bit more clear what they're doing with Boba Fett in this particular show. It goes, all right, that kind of makes sense. They're changing the name, and we were kind of hearing about it before we really saw the goal. So we kind of are maybe jumping to conclusions as fans. Um, Yeah. And, and, you know, they might even say that in the show. Who knows? Somebody be like, are we going to get on Slave 1? And they're like, I'm not calling it that anymore, you know, or something like that. Like, they might still quote it or say it by name, but... (laughs) Pro- the probably slave not. one slave one just speaks and he's like <laughs> yeah. that name no longer has any meaning for me no. <laughs> yeah it's it's actually l3 somehow yeah. <laughs> no james you're you're right and i want to make it clear that i'm not downplaying at all people that do care that hey this is my childhood no. i don't want it changed yeah. i'm yeah. just saying personally i don't care either way but that's because i don't necessarily care about this ship you make a good point james that if it was yeah. something i cared about i'd probably have a different attitude and yeah, you know what? I think there's there's definitely other ships and other things like that that we probably just don't even think about. Right. Um, right. That we would care if they changed the name of. But then there's like other things that mean other that have other connections with other fans that if they change the name about, we might be easy to be like, well, who cares? It's like, well, right. well, if it's you know, like they the don't rancor care about is not a this rancor name anymore. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or something yeah. like that. You and know, it's like, you know, pe- people who are like us who are podcasting every week about Star Wars and people who are listening to this podcast are obviously diehard Star Wars fans. So they knew the name, but I'd, I'd, I'd imagine over 90% of people who like Star Wars and, you know, fill the box office and stuff had no idea what that ship is called before. I disagree. I, especially on your over under being 90%. I think you guys sometimes underestimate how big, of a of a character Boba Fett was just hey, I, as a, I don't I didn't say that Johnson no no no, I, no I'm Boba saying Fett, both of you yeah, I think sometimes though. yeah yeah I think like I th- I'm mean, even when you guys were talking about Obi Obi Wan and stuff I'm like he's a very popular character but you know I think that Obi Wan came into popularity because of the prequels so if you go and and talk to like OG fans you know people who like were really into star Wars in the seventies and eighties when they were kids and stuff. And then they never really got into the prequels. I think Boba Fett might even be more popular of a character than Alec Guinness's Obi-Wan. Cause people just like, I loved him. I played with his toys. I wanted the slave one for Christmas. And like, nobody was wanting old Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan. Like I, you know, it's, so it's kind of, did I, it I have know. a name back then though? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, whenever the first I, uh, toy of it toy came out, ever it came out. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's always been this name and it's only now recently that they're kind of it seem it's seemingly like they're going out of their way to call it something different. And that's what's got fans being like, why don't you just keep it the same thing? But I think our reasons here are good ones, like yeah. legitimate and not like, um, oh, crap, what are we going to do? Well, we'll make up a story that he like changed his ways or something you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i think that is kind of the goal and probably the uh reason or origin of why the name change is happening as opposed to what you were saying Lacey, Mm -hmm. where it's like we have to change this name all right let's come up with reasons (laughs) let's have a get together and we all can think about possibilities of why we can call this something different now um that I think is pretty much the mainstay news for this week. Uh, but there were a couple other things we wanted to mention. And one of those is that the game fallen order mm-hmm. two <laughs> might not be called fallen order two. Um, it looks like they might, and this isn't crazy when you hear it, they're going to stick to the Jedi colon new subtitle, uh, naming convention, you know? 
Um, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we haven't heard much about it. I know that, um, you know, certain people who are involved with the game are saying like, are you doing it? Are you involved? And they're like, I can't say anything. So, you know, it's <laughs> happening. You know, it's going to, you know, we're going to see some news. Uh, the newest reports as of now is that um, oh, we had heard that it was going to be at EA's event, EA Play. But just shortly before that is going to be Celebration. And now the new rumor is our first look is going to be at Celebration. Um, but this game has been pushed around and, and kind of hidden. Uh, it's flying under the radar right now because it was supposed to come out August of 2022. And you're probably not getting it this year. Um, but uh, but they are still working on it. It's still coming. So get get uh, excited for when it does. We, we get our first footage, hopefully at Celebration for Jedi colon, whatever they want to call it. Um, uh, the other thing, uh, too, is that there was this thing, and I'm sure you guys all probably saw it. It was for a, uh, a charity. I don't want to say charity. It's more like a uh, an educational program that's going to be pushed by the uh, Force for Change movement. But this one uh, uh, works for the first um, brand uh, and it's a new initiative called Build the Future, and it's a, a lot of uh, STEM-related things and stuff like that. And it, it all has to. Lucasfilm is involved with making it happen. And I think one of the cool things that Star Wars fans took out of this promotion is Hayden Christensen showing up to promote mm -hmm. it. Um, there were a couple, up, a couple other Star Wars names in the video, which was always good to see those people still involved, you know, in Star Wars, um, like Kelly Marie Tran, for instance. She was promoting this. Um, so she I was very like, surprised to see left. her in it. I'm not gonna I lie. was more surprised by Hayden, and I think the reason that is is because it's his first like real official public appearance, yeah, public appearance, and and you know, like, hey, I'm in Star Wars. This is me. We've seen his picture and stuff, but he hasn't actually like said anything or walked out anywhere. Uh oh, mm -hmm. my son's here. Um, so I think that is uh the exciting thing. Uh, for that particular promotion <laughs> and let me wrap up resistance report for a second so we can move on to the next section all right guys it is time for the patreon pod race So as you guys know, there are lots of ways you can support us. You can like this video, comment, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications here on YouTube. You can follow us on all the different audio apps, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you do follow us there, please leave a review. It helps us out and, and lets people see what our show is all about. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N or on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. If you want more than that, including exclusive episodes, mailings, Discord servers, and much more, including live streams, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast and more than just the bonus stuff which is great you know we put a lot of work into that uh, you're just saying that you support us that you like what we're doing here you like what we're going to be doing this year which is potentially the biggest year in Star Wars and you get to support us starting at $2 a month you can support us someone and get literally just joined <laughs> not, awesome. not joking Correct. <laughs> right. it's working it's working no it wasn't Bennett <laughs> um but yeah so you're supporting what we're doing here and just with two dollars a month you're saying hey i support what you're doing i i want to see what comes from this and 
you let us talk about Star Wars, which is awesome. So this is the part of the show where we let people take part, which would be our top tiers, our generals and our spice runners. So first, I want to thank those people. So thank you to our generals, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Chorlton. Uh, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Nathan Shank, Danny, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you guys so much, generals. Then we have our spice runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C Chris, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, and Thomas Hennessy. Thank you guys so much Thank for you. keeping it spicy. Uh, this week we have uh, General Darth Hurricane, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael. <laughs> Michael, yes. Sorry. Someone just dropped something in my hole. We're getting bombarded left and right, guys. Johnny's upstairs crying like this. This is podcast life, baby. (laughs) Someone just drops that. I was like, AK Matt drops something in the hallway, and I was like, what is happening? Um. Anyway, so this past week we asked him if you could design a Star Wars theme park ride, what would you create? What kind of ride would it be? And what would the attraction look like? And what would you call it? So Darth Hurricane, take it away. Hey TRB, it's Darth Hurricane here. If I could design a Star Wars part, a theme park ride, it would definitely have to be a Star Wars pod race. I'm envisioning 12 separate tracks, sort of like roller coasters, with enclosed pods that you'd be able to control. They'd be virtual screens inside, sort of like the volume. Uh, they'd move in any direction, spin, upside down, whatever you were doing in the race. And you'd actually be racing against the other individuals. Uh, that are going at the same time the key would be is it would be going above the disney park so it would start at one place and go all the way around people underneath would just be walking underneath you and you come back around to where it started Uh, and the other aspect is you would be able to gamble for credits in the gift shops by betting on other racers while you're waiting in line and even your own race if you wanted to so definitely be called the Star Wars pod race and it would be expensive, but it's Disney, so we know they can afford it. See you guys. Great job. This is a great question, John. I really, really enjoy this question. I think we've asked something similar to this before, or maybe they've asked us this question. I just really mm-hmm. love it, especially because we just did the Star Wars night tickets, which we're all mm-hmm. going. Hooray. Uh, so I'm in kind of that excitement Disney mode right now this past oh, yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, John, what did you think of his answer? I loved it just because I love those immersive type rides that um, it's almost like he's, he set it up almost like in a VR situation because he's saying he wants you surrounded inside the pod all by LED screen. So that if you look to your left, you're like seeing who you're racing against. But the only thing where Mitch made me a little nervous is he said it's going to be above like the Star Wars land. And I'm afraid of heights, so even though I'll be like not understanding how high I am, that makes me a little a little skittish. But he put it like so like he should be designing like coming up with ideas for these rides. He should like, be this sounds like Yeah, I want to go on this ride. And the fact that the coolest part is beautiful. Because you know how long these lines can be sometimes. We don't have the magic uh wand or whatever they do now. Um you can bet for credits on the races that's very star wars you feel yeah. like a little bit of get in the action with wado a little bit while you're waiting for your turn and you could bet on your own race then you could like bet with your friends like i'm gonna beat you i'm gonna beat you and if you win they have to go buy you a lightsaber or something i everything he <laughs> said 
amazing pod race, Darth Hurricane. Michael, great job. Uh, I see you're rocking the shirt, our, our general shirt. Thank you for all your support. Uh, fantastic answer. I want to go on that ride now. So we, we got we to gotta contact some people, I guess. But uh, awesome, man. Thank you. James, what'd you think? Um, no, I, I, I think this could be a legitimate ride. I have a couple tweaks to how you put it together. Cause my thought would be like, cause I love the idea of being enclosed in the pod. Cause you could do fans and you could do motion, you know, how they like normally Avatar. do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, Ish. no, I mean like more like, um, uh, what star tours. Ah, like, yes, but with, yes. with like a single person like enclosed in one mm-hmm. space right so you could do wind and stuff within the thing and all of it can be custom to what you're doing so like if you push up the throttle they could push the wind on you and it wouldn't have to happen to everybody but everybody you know you'd have like 12 racers in, in 12 different pods and then each one of those could probably even be lined up on a track that can move really fast forward and then slowly like back so that you probably wouldn't feel it but every time you accelerate, it could push you a few feet forward and you'd actually legitimately feel that. And it could even drop you as well if you happen to go up and down on something and you would feel those in real real time. Where I think it would be cool then is to have, on when you exit the ride, you have your room where they have all the screens like a sports bar where you can watch the races happen uh, every that's new cool, round yeah. of people that'd be cool, and that's yeah. where you can have your betting and stuff and you can watch your your family members after the fact or something like that like maybe you can do the race and then when you walk out what's playing on the bar is the race that you just did right so for if you just walk into the shop it doesn't really matter whether it was like 10 minutes ago or not but for everybody exiting the ride they can hang out in the gift shop and watch their race again and cheer no oh, this is when i passed you yeah, 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 yeah. you know and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that right right so they can kind of relive that moment from the other perspective and then also continue to watch other races of random people that they don't know and see their excitement when they go through the same event i think this is a crazy idea disney if you're listening no i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah no it's a good pitch and i love the ride awesome uh darth hurricane great, great answer i don't think i have anything to add only because these guys kind of covered everything i think it would be really really fun i'm just like super psyched to go to disney soon like in less than a year i'm gonna be in disney and i'm just so excited it's been so long uh (laughs) since i've been it and i haven't even seen galaxy's edge yet like that's the biggest joke running right now is that john and i have been been twice (laughs) john and i have not been yet and it's one of those things that like I feel like it's a constant question that I get from people. They're like, oh, you love Star Wars? Have you been to Galaxy's Edge? And I'm like, stop. Yeah, so what do you think in. of Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. Oh, my, my friends who are casual fans have gone. I'm just like, yeah. Ugh. John's got friends that wear their shirts, our shirts there. And yeah. yet he hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for your support. It means a lot. Uh, but yeah, we're going to head over to John to do Will of the Force. John. All right. Cheer it. Where are you, baby? I fear nothing for all this as the Force wills it. There he is. Will the Force, it is here. Uh, We're doing all Patreon submissions, three questions, uh, basically how it goes. If you're new to the pod, uh, will this happen? Won't it happen? Give our takes and have some fun. So uh, here we go. The first one is coming from Star Wars Santa on Patreon. Uh, Thank you, Santa. Santa! (laughs) Um, 
Will we get at least one episode of The Mandalorian Season 3 in 2022? Um, I think we kind of gave some guesses on this earlier in this episode, but uh, Lacey, what do you think? Are we Is Mando back this year? Yes. I think we're going to get it by the end of the year. At least one episode. Absolutely. Nice. James? Uh, that's going to be a no from me, John. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Interesting. I'm Even with the Marvel yes. model where they're doing a show like every... Hmm. Y- yeah, yeah, that's Marvel. This is Lucasfilm. Right. I'm actually really surprised that in a calendar year we're going to get Book of Boba Fett and Andor and Obi-Wan. I feel like you're really pushing your luck to say also Mandalorian as well. I normally mm. describe it to casual fans like, what's the whole Disney show thing? I usually say... If we're lucky, we'll get Mandalorian, but I kind of see that as like early to 2023 kind of thing. Right. I think I think we will. I think we're getting Mando, and I think nice. we'll get most of season three this year. Um, all right, next one we have, and thank you, Santa, if that's your real name. Uh, <laughs> Jackie Cobb via Patreon. Thank you for the support, Jackie. Will Book of Boba Fett ever be able to top a reveal like the Mandalorian had with Grogu and then Luke? If so... What would the re- reveal have to be to match it? Um, I'll just go quick. I, I, uh, I don't think they'll be able to top it. So that's my will to force answer there. What would it have to be? Uh, like them doing that same thing, but with Han Solo or Leia or something like that. Um, or Obi Wan, like a spirit of Obi Wan or Yoda, like the real Yoda. That'd be it for me. James. Mm. I, I'm going to go with I don't think they can top it because they've already yeah. covered like the two possibilities of like probably, you know, the the main character of the original trilogy showing up in like young form, like being the hero. Like that's huge. And then the complete opposite of that, which is like a character nobody knew and it became a cultural icon. Like I, I don't know how you beat either one of those things. If it was if it was my guess quickly, like maybe like Vader or the emperor showing up and pulling another rogue one moment where people are just like, that was freaking the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh, in a flashback you mean? Uh, Yeah. Like somehow like doing something that where it's like, we get to see either one of those characters owning people, you know, like doing the coolest thing they've probably ever done on screen in live action Mm. ever, you know? Okay. Like that's the only way I can think to do it, but but you're right. It's just I already feel like Luke and Grogu have covered this. All right, Gilleran. Uh, I don't think they can because Luke Skywalker is the Luke Skywalker. And like James said, Grogu was such an impact on pop culture that everybody that isn't even a Star Wars fan has Grogu shirts now. Like everybody has something Grogu related in their house, whether they like Star Wars or not. Uh, and they're still making stuff. Uh, I can yeah. tell you, I have so many baby clothes that came out this past year with Grogu on them. <laughs> um, if so, what would match that? I would have to say Han Solo. If we're going back to our early discussion of, you know, these diehard fans from early, early original trilogy screenings, if you weren't a Boba Fett fan, you were a Han Solo fan. And they pitched this as the biggest rivalry ever and all their marketing and on clothing and merchandise and stuff. So I just feel like Han Solo would be the thing that, like, if you're not a Boba Fett fan, you're a Han Solo fan, and there are a lot of Han Solo fans. 
Like, were you about to see the Millennium Falcon, Chewie, and Han in the freaking book of Boba Fett? Imagine that. So, that would be hey, bananas. Sidewell, yeah. the Force question, quickly. If since they did Mandalorian and Luke and now Han Solo and Boba, well, not they're not doing that, but I'm saying if they did that, if he showed up here, what would be the show where Leia would show up? Like the Disney Plus show where she makes a surprise cameo and it kind of makes sense. The Ahsoka? end of Rogue One. No, not, John. Oh, you think Cassian. Ahsoka? Cassian. You you mean Andor? Yeah, Cassian Andor. Yes, that's yeah. True. You're saying that show? Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense actually. I don't even know. You got okay. me there. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking like a, like a, if they had like a side character or something like that. Like well, maybe does if Obi-Wan they did the count Afro if we show? see young, young Leia in Obi-Wan? No, because I think that's that's like a recast. Like I'm talking about Steve this like CG. Like, and we already saw it, so maybe they, will, they would pull away from it. But I was just thinking, yeah, go ahead. What's the next question? Don't uh, don't come at me when you see Stevie Semi showing up as Princess Leia in the Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> series. That's all I'm gonna say. I was watching Wedding uh, Singer the other rebels. night. <laughs> Wedding Singer the other night with him, where he's like super drunk. He's like, "Yo, oh, whatever, whatever." Dad. When he's like, "Ooh, I like her." Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Oh man. Um. All right. Last one. Carol Cantwell. What is up, Carol? Thanks for all the support. Uh, will we get any new show announcements? Not counting what's previously been publicized. So brand new first time announcements at Celebration. And if so, will it be movies, Disney Plus live action, or animation? I'm gonna say we're getting everything. I feel like they're gonna. They know it's been. Oh, I shouldn't go first though. Lacey, you already uh, went. You just went. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, just right. So this finish your thought. Will of the Force. Oh, James, all right. What do you think? I'm saying everything. We're getting everything. no. Get, let Lacey go first on this one. So you right, and Lacey, then Lacey, celebration expert. Right. Just everything. I was gonna say the same thing. It doesn't matter. Everything. We're gonna say the same. I feel like yeah. we're all gonna say that. Maybe James. Won't. No, I'm not. James never says everything. James is you the know, guy that that sets the proper expectations. Where says I go nothing. In, yeah. Like we're getting everything. They love us. They're giving us everything yeah. we ever wanted. And James is like, Lacey, let's be realistic. <laughs> I mean, realistic. You might know better than I do, but like, does Disney have a history of announcing new movies and new yes. TV shows? Yes. At celebration. Yes. Like in recent, like post yep. Disney. Really. They announced the only Rogue one, one I can there. Think... They announced. Uh, did they announce Boba Fett or something about Boba Fett? They announced Solo. No, no. They definitely announced not Boba who's Fett. playing Han Solo. The Return of the Clone Wars. At well, yeah, but who's Clone playing Wars. Han Solo and stuff is not the announcement of that they're making James, a Solo. Movie. Will they or won't they? So my my answer is no movie, no Disney live action, but yes, Disney Plus animation. I think you will get uh, a new animated show announced at celebration all right um, the only tricky maybe, thing is d23 that's September. the tale of the jedi thing i don't know oh yeah true mm. but 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 i don't think live action content at all i think we'll get updates on what they already have but no new announcement for all right action. okay cool um thanks carol thanks jackie thanks santa thanks everyone for submitting those uh try to get a rotation to get everybody involved so we appreciate all of our patrons tier two and up submitting those for will of the force and hope yeah. you guys have been enjoying will of the force on the monday show um uh, but that brings us to the end of the show so i want to thank everybody for listening watching being a part of trb in addition to subscribing and giving us our ratings we're only as of this moment we are 11 spotify ratings from 200 already 
So thank you everybody wow. who has been rating us over there. Um, I appreciate that. And we just started charting again on some in some countries on Apple. Uh, so we appreciate everyone who's been finding us and listening and spreading the word. It's been amazing. So thank you so much. Um, in addition to that, make sure you're also going to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, uh, Star Wars NewsNet, and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies, where we just recently did an episode on Austin Powers, the original Austin Powers. Uh, James, mm-hmm. how about you? Um, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks and the Taco Bell fast food line, uh, drive through line crying. Just <laughs> I didn't get any chicken wings. Well, they know where they know him as Chicken Wing James. Yeah, where they know yeah. me as guy who missed out. <laughs> uh, if you if you know how to get wings from Taco Bell, please send them to James Bainey. Um, Lacey. People could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin and also make sure to check out every Wednesday uh, when one of us does the Mandalorian Minute. I did the one for this past week. Uh, I think it's me. And this it next m- coming yep, one. It might or be John, J- maybe. It might be John. It's either John or James for the next one. Um, but yeah, definitely. Who you want it to be? <laughs> definitely <laughs> check it out. You know, we get up, we watch the episode, we give you our immediate reaction. It's not like a live reaction. It's more like, hey, this is what our initial thoughts are. Um, Mm -hmm. before we give you our full review the night uh, with the live stream for the Mando Fan Show. So definitely check that out. I had a fun time reacting to the Rancor. So that's all that matters. Very cool. (laughs) Um, And we'll see what happens with that this Wednesday. My uh, baby boy Rancor. (laughs) Which will be right. We're bringing it back. Um, Baby boy's back. (laughs) They got to name him. We got to see what the name for that one is. Grogu uh, (laughs) 2. Grogu 2. But yeah. Mando Fan Show, Wednesday live, uh, 9 p.m. East. Join us. But thanks to everybody who's been checking in with that as well. But for now, we're all set here from TRB. Uh, We'll be back, of course, next week with a full episode of TRB. But don't forget to check that Mando Fan Show. But until next time, as always, we will see you around, kids. Cool. All right, we don't...